Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors won quite possibly what could have been the most entertaining game of the season. They beat the Phoenix Suns 122-116, to and in an improbable turn of events, they beat the Utah Jazz and Phoenix Suns in back-to-back games. What? This game was kind of a surprise. The Suns took off to a pretty decent lead. They weren't outplaying the Warriors, but the Warriors were just not hitting any of their shots. They were clanking threes all over the place. So you thought maybe, especially coming off of a back-to-back, a hard-fought back-to-back, that they might lose this one. They might just run out of gas. And you know what? People would have been okay with that. I would have been okay because that's what the Warriors have been doing this year. Like winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one. But no, no, they they toughed it out and they came back and surprised the hell out of everybody. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'll kind of watch this game passively in the background. But as the third quarter went on and then the fourth quarter... I kind of expected that the second unit would get blown out, you know, that they would let the rope slip and they didn't. They kept it within like what, within five, maybe four or three. And they made it a game. They made it such a game that uh, on Twitter, apparently people are, you know, Bill Simmons talking about how this is, we believe 2.0. I'm sure a ton of other people are saying that too. And I was texting my friend Aram during the game and we were actually bantering back and forth about, you know, if you could choose between the Warriors making the play in and not getting past that and into the regular playoffs and instead getting into the lottery with some, you know, relatively bad odds or getting into the first round with the Phoenix Suns or Utah Jazz facing them. He spun it as if, like, say, the Warriors would get swept or would win, like, you know, one game, a gentleman's sweep. Which one would you rather do? And I was like, you know, either way, there'd be, like, pluses and minuses, you know? Lottery's always great. But experience for the young guys and Andrew Wiggins in the playoffs would be good. But if you get blown out, who knows? But to hell with that. If, if, if this is the effort they put forth every game, even if they lose in five games or whatever, I would love to see this team make the playoffs. They were only eight deep once again. And I've been saying the past couple games, past couple weeks, I've actually talked about getting into playoff mode, 16 game players and all that stuff. And who on the Warriors team right now is potentially a 16 game player beyond the the vets. You know, I think Bazemore <laughs> could be. I mean, he makes so many damn mental mistakes, but every now and then he'll just do something uncanny. He'll hit like a crazy layup. He will hit a three. I mean, there's aggravating moments, but I like the guy. I've always said I like the guy. He reminds me of Terry Teagle. I'd say that again and again. I've probably said it about five times this year, but I really enjoyed watching Terry Teagle play back in the day too. So there. JTA, definitely 16-game player. He brought it against Devin Booker, Chris Paul, whatever, hit some clutch shots. Jordan Poole, kid rose up. He would really benefit from being in the playoffs, like a real series. Michael Mulder, you know, I'm not so high on him. He is not very clutch. He misses threes when they matter. So 
maybe he doesn't stick around. But regardless, who knows if they're going to get anybody else. I mean, Jordan Bell is supposed to be on this team at least maybe for the last couple of games into the playing round and beyond. Damian Lee, health issues, COVID. In the short term, I really don't think he'll be back. It's just a bad idea. And he's probably like way out of basketball conditioning and timing and all that stuff. Eric Paschal, who knows? I mean, it'd be great to have just as many bodies as possible. But honestly, going into the playing round, you might only have Jordan Bell as the extra guy. You know, obviously, Smila Geach and Nico Mannion, but they're only for you know, break glass in case of emergency type thing. Like if you're either getting blown out or you're blowing them out or somebody's injured. One thing I'll say, obviously I'm still a little hyped up from this game because I feel like I'm talking kind of fast, but Andrew Wiggins, man, he's the story of this game. He scored 38 points on 17 for 24. He played 40 minutes and, and he played with force. He dunked quite a few times. He threw down a couple alley-oops in those dunks and he was just aggressive and he showed the athleticism that I was saying, like, I wish he was showing all year long. And you could tell like, oh, wow, he could get hurt because he's so skinny. And I'm guessing that his tempo of playing is usually based on just playing smart and staying healthy and all that stuff. But the dude played 40 minutes and they definitely needed that. And he delivered. He is another guy I want to see in the playoffs. I mean, this is the Andrew Wiggins, again, like he's not going to score 38 points and shoot 75% from the field or whatever that is, 60% every time. But imagine, imagine, yes, this season, great. But like next season, if you can get somebody that can deliver consistently, maybe not all these points or whatever, but gives the consistent effort on both ends of the court. And he looks like he's enjoying himself, right? So if you get that next year as your third option with Clay easing into his basketball shape routine, you know, getting past his injuries, hopefully, that's not bad. You know, that's not bad. And it's funny because this whole idea that, hey, it's like the We Believe Warriors is just a bunch of dudes who are about six, 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 seven all over again, playing small ball who are just running and running and running and hitting threes and playing with energy and all that stuff. So I don't know. I mean, this could be an overreaction. They could drop a stinker next couple of games. We've all seen that. But it's all about being in playoff mode, right? If they can keep this up, then all bets are off for the most part. You know, not all bets are off in terms of like, they're going to the Western Conference Finals. They're going to the Finals. But all bets are off on the kind of noise they can make. And this whole season, after Clay got hurt, and even before Wiseman got hurt, before Kelly Oubre Jr. got hurt, the whole thing about the season was get into the playoffs, make some noise, scare some people, show the new guys, the young guys, what playoff basketball is all about. Get them that experience for next season. Come out of this season with some wins. Not just winning games, but like wins that make you feel good, that build momentum into the off season, right? This game is exactly like one of those wins. And if they can string a few of these together in the postseason, then, hey, maybe they reach their goal. Maybe that is, at least for me, 
a season that worked out the best way it could. Now, in terms of who I'd want to see the Warriors play in the first round, I mean, I'll take Utah, I'll take Phoenix. It doesn't really matter to me. Probably Phoenix because they have less experience. They have Chris Paul, they have Jay Crowder, but the experience kind of dips off from there, right? Booker's lethal, but you just don't know yet. DeAndre Ayton, I don't know if I trust him in the playoffs. Whereas the Jazz, they have way more experience. They don't necessarily have that killer like Chris Paul yet. Maybe it could be Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Maybe Mike Conley can do it like every now and then. But they probably won't get as spooked by the Warriors because they have a little bit more experience in bigger games. We'll see. Either way, if they keep playing this way, I don't really care who they get. I just want to see some something entertaining. And I want to see them spook the other team. So the Warriors have two more games. They play a Zionless New Orleans Pelicans team that probably won't make it into the playing round. And then they play the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know what the records are or whatever. Like maybe the Grizzlies are like a game or a half game, or maybe they're tied with the Warriors. I'm not sure, but that game will definitely be important, especially if they're pretty much neck and neck. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check it out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in, subscribe, and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time. Go Dubs. <laughs>